up, folks? Welcome in episode four of From the Pest Box with Wade Neely. So glad to be with you guys as we are rolling into the month of September. Coming to you live, as always, from Citizen Headquarters here in the heart of downtown Pulaski, just off the historic Pulaski Square. Jam-packed show today. We are so delighted that you guys have joined us for episode four. We've got a big show. I mean, just wall-to-wall coverage of all things local and all things sports here in Giles County. Going to chat with the undefeated, with the undefeated Bridgeforth Bobcats head coach Jeff Pugh was on the scene uh, Tuesday night as the Bobcats got set to celebrate eighth grade recognition night. And man, oh man, did they ever celebrate. A big win, uh, which we'll discuss a little bit later in the show. But a great chat with head coach Jeff Pugh. This guy is business, folks. He's all football, but he's all about growing a young men through the game of football. And we had a great chat with him. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I was ready to run through a brick wall just sitting down and chatting with head coach Jeff Pugh. So we'll chat with him coming up uh, a little bit after that. Had a great sit down with the newest college commit here in Giles County as senior left-handed pitcher Carter Kelly Knew his recruitment was going to be uh, wild and explosive this year, but things have definitely cranked up several notches as Carter has uh, committed to the University of Georgia, had some interest from a couple uh, area schools already, and uh, we'll talk to Carter about his big decision to become a Georgia Bulldog. That's a fun interview still to come, and uh, we got a great show, as I mentioned, lined up for you guys. Kind of, but before we get into things, let's break things down. Uh, last week, got our first uh, two out of three ain't so bad as both Giles County and Richland take care of business, uh, both games being played at home. It was 44-20 to 20 for the Bobcats as they knock off Fayetteville City. Offensive explosion, Exorion Randolph running wild for the Bobcats. His first real big breakout game, so to speak, as he had three touchdowns over 150 yards on the ground. Kamari Turner, just shy of 100 yards rushing himself at the Wildcat quarterback position. And a big win again for head coach David O'Connor and the Bobcats, as that's their first win here in 2023. Meanwhile, up the road in Linville, it was a nail-biter. Gone back and listened to Mark and Jennifer's broadcast of uh, that one on Pulaski Citizen Live several times this week. A big defensive stand as Richland wins it 14-12. to They are now 2-1, and one, and most importantly, they got their first region win of the season. So Richland is 1-0, off to a great start at, again, at 2-1 overall. Tough luck for head coach Jonathan Snyder and the Ardmore Tigers. They go on the road for the first time, and they fall. They get thumped by Wes Morgan. 48-0 was the score at halftime, and 48-0 is what it ended up being. That game was put to bed early. The Tigers are now 0-2. I mentioned college football. We got underway with a bang this past weekend. I was on hand at Nissan Stadium where the Tennessee Vols and head coach Josh Heupel kicked things up just a notch. They got off to a little slow start, but they cruised by the end of it 49-13 to in front of a crowd of nearly 70,000 people at Nissan Stadium. Been to a lot of college football games, been to a lot of NFL games, and I have never seen Nissan Stadium as loud and as decked out uh, for a college football game like it was. Uh, and that includes all of your Music City Bowls. That place was jam-packed. 98%, uh, maybe 99% Vols fans. Virginia had a few, 
but it was orange and white everywhere, and man, did they have a lot to cheer for as the Vols now get ready. Austin P at home coming up this week. Uh, Got to mention uh, w- the bad with the good, I suppose. Uh, my beloved MTSU Blue Raiders, uh, our publisher, Scott Stewart, please don't uh, take aim at me here, but Blue Raiders fall. A uh, tough one to Alabama, 56-7. to Thought they might play a little bit better, but uh, Coach Stock's still in the bunch. Uh, even though it was 56-7, to it, there was a little optimism, I think, coming out of that game. And uh, our good friend and Blue Raider play-by-play announcer Chip Walters said as much. Uh, coming back from that game, you felt a little more optimistic than you did when the Blue Raiders suffered a big loss to James Madison in their season opener last year. And I'll sneak in a little shout-out to our Michigan Wolverines. They take care of business, 30-3 versus East Carolina. Wasn't the prettiest game, but a win's a win, and the Wolverines are 1-0, Blue Raiders 0-1, and as I mentioned, uh, Tennessee picks up their first win of the season. Tale of the tape, kind of want to keep myself accountable here now that we're rolling with our fearless forecaster predictions at the Pulaski Citizen. Uh, went 13-3 and last week. Not the best of efforts, but as the defending champ, I, uh, I feel compelled that I'm going to have to pick it up another notch or two as we get in uh, to week two. Fellow colleagues, I'm now tied for first place alongside uh, great colleagues Mark Mize and Kerry Jane Malone. They both obviously go 13-3. and three. Our winner, though, last week was Deborah Shorter. She only missed two ball games, so she goes 14-2. and two. Uh, The jackpot grows another $100, throw another... C-note in the jackpot there as uh, Deborah comes up with a prize but does not get the, the big prize, the big payoff with the jackpot there. Uh, we do have a very, very nice, uh, I hate to see it go, honestly, Dr. Pepper uh, cooler slash Bluetooth speaker that we're going to give away this week. So if you haven't filled out your Fearless Forecasters prediction, this show airs on Thursday morning. Uh, you got a little bit more time to do that. Make sure you get those picks in. So you're in the running to win the jackpot and that sweet, sweet Dr. Pepper cooler uh, brought to you by our friends at Coca-Cola here in Pulaski. So let's dive right into it, folks. That was kind of a little bit of the week that was in Giles County. We're going to kick it out to our very first segment today. We've got a great segment coming up with head coach Jeff Pugh, longtime head coach in the state of Alabama, but he's in his first season at the helm of the Bridgeforth Bobcats. We'll chat with head coach Jeff Pugh. And then uh, at the end of the show, I'll tell you just how well things turned out for Coach Pugh and the Bobcats Tuesday night at Sam Davis Park. You're watching From the Press Box with Wade Neely, and we'll be back right after this. The Regional Health System. Pulaski is here to help you be well. Our mission is to make our community healthier, and we're your community hospital. We're committed to providing trusted care when you need it most. From wellness checks to emergencies. We're here for you and your family. Visit us today at southerntennessee.com or call 931-363-7531. All right, guys, welcome back in another episode of From the Press Box. We're coming to you live at Sam Davis Park. We're filming this on a Tuesday, which is middle school night, and Bridgeforth is getting ready for a big showdown versus Tullahoma. Coach Pugh is going to join us to break things down. Coach, welcome into the episode. How are you this Thank afternoon? You. We're good. Thank you for coming. We're, uh, we're excited to be here, and I can't believe it, but just a few weeks ago, you and I talked, and it was preseason. Now we're having eighth, or eighth grade recognition tonight. The season just seems like it's flying by for you yeah, guys. That's because that's what happens when you get older. I didn't figure that out. Things go by a lot faster, so 
Oh, it has. It, the season goes fast because it's just a grind. You know, you got something to do every day, and you get busy, and before you know it, like you said, you're in game four. You're you're, you're in mid-season already. So, you know, things have been been good for us so far. We just hope to try to improve every week and see how it, see how it falls out here at the end. Um, the kids have worked hard. I tell you that. And we've mm -hmm. overcome we've overcome some number problems and. Uh, you know, they've just played hard. I've been pleased with them. You know, they've been, they, they've gotten better a little bit each week, and that's all you can ask. Uh, when we spoke in the preseason, you were literally just days on the job almost. Have you feel like you finally got settled in to where you're kind of delivering and uh, instilling your brand of football with the Bobcats? Well, let's put it this way. I know them now, and they know me, and it's worked out. It's worked out, you know. Sometimes, you know, when you come into a situation like I did late like that, it, it's tough on kids, and I realize that. You know, it's tough on me. Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, but you got to establish what you believe in, and uh, you got to get them to buy in. And, um, you know, we don't do everything my way. We still do some things they did here the previous years, but, you know, a lot of the little stuff we do do my way. And um, they've, they've bought in. Uh, the ones that are on the field, they've bought in. And, um, you know, kids will do that when they see yeah. you really care about them, when they know that you really... I tell them I love them all the time because if I didn't, I wouldn't be doing this job. It's not about the money. You know, it's about these young men. And I feel like they've grown with me, you know, physically a little bit, mm -hmm. and they've grown with me mentally a lot. Uh, that matters to me. Yeah, and you guys have uh, also had success on the field. Uh, kind of just maybe speak to that, where we are, uh, wins and losses have been coming in our favor, but uh, where would you like to see this this bunch continue as we come in the final stretch? Oh, we want to win the conference. You know, this is the first time that this school's been in this conference, and there's some good teams in it. Mm -hmm. There's good competition. There's, you know, every game, you know, we feel like, you know, we look over on the sideline, we see way more numbers than we have, but that don't matter. Because when you step across the line, it's 11 on 11. And um, you know, we got a lot of kids have to play both ways. Right. We're asking some of those guys to step up. But I, what I see is we're in the hunt. You know, So what matters is how much do we improve at our position mm -hmm. each day in practice, each week, how much better do we get. You know, when you get on the field and you do the best you can, if you do the best you can and you come out on the short end, you can live with yourself. But if you don't, you know, and you didn't improve from the week before, you know, you got to know that you did something wrong and we got to go to work at it. And we've worked on the things. We're not perfect by no means, but I tell you what, I feel like we've got better every week. Yeah. And that's what we have to do on down the stretch because we're playing three good football teams at the end of this football season, and any one of them can get us. And uh, we want to win them all. And that's what I told them. And when we came here, I said, boys, we, if, you don't, if you're not in here to win them all, you're in here for the wrong reason. So I feel like they bought in and they played hard. You know, it's a... It's been a lot of Iron Man football going on. Yeah. Sometimes we've got mm -hmm. seven or eight playing both ways. So, but those kids have bought in, and I feel like they're really, really coming around. So, you know, when they give it everything they got, and they play with discipline, and they play with respect for the game and respect for their opponents, you can't fault them. You know, they're they're good kids, and you know, it just took them a while to get used to me. Yeah, learn uh, learn learn on the fly for everybody. Uh, you mentioned two things we want to uh, sneak in here. Numbers, uh, they were diminished in the summer, but uh, kind of like we saw with South Giles, also seems like you guys have slowly tried to bring uh, the roster. Well, we're still playing a couple of guys both ways, but we're, we're increasing the yeah, overall we've, depth. We've had, we've had uh, 14 more kids to come out, so we're right at 30. You know, we were sitting at 16 for a while, and that's yep. in jeopardy of being in trouble. Mm -hmm. So, And we've got some young kids that are going to develop a program. And you know, what it's done is we've had three or four that's come on a little bit where we can rest some guys and mm -hmm. get them some play, get these guys off the field a little bit and 
it was hot as it's been and hot as it is during football season. Now it's hard for these kids to go both ways the yep. whole time. Um, so it's been good enough that we got a little bit of depth that we can put in there. Where we got some people stepping in on defense, sometimes stepping in on special teams. Some of them be able to do a little spot play on offense, and it's helped us. So you know, that's part of it, though. You got to get the kids out. You got to let them know that you care about them. You got to let them know that there's good things that goes along with football Absolutely. other than yeah. just getting hit in the mouth every play because there, there is. It, it, it's a great game for kids. It's a great game to make them men. I couldn't have said it any better myself. And then uh, some of those – Kids a few years ago were sixth graders. Now tonight, we're recording this on Tuesday night, we'll have eighth grade recognition. What does it mean to know and what will you say to those eighth graders that they're playing their last couple of games in a Bridgeforth uniform? Well, I tell them that high school football, junior high football, middle school football, it's the greatest time in your life because you're getting to play with people you grew up with, mm -hmm. people you go to school with, people you go spend the night with, you go to the movie with them, you go, to, go out to eat with them a lot. And, and when you move on, if you get to move on to the next level, that don't happen. You can walk into a field house with people from all over the South, everywhere. It's not the people that you grew up with. It don't mean as, I mean, it still means a lot to you, but when you're playing with your friends, you, know, you never forget that. When people go back and think about football, I know I do. I think about my high school days. Yeah. Because yeah. those high school buddies I made, they were my friends. They're still my friends right now. So high school football, when you're in school, middle school and JV, it just, it's just different because you're playing with, with, with your, what I feel like is your family. Your kids, like you said, grew up with movies, church, et cetera, et cetera, which is huge. Uh, as we kind of wind things down, uh, we know obviously we got a couple uh, elite players, particularly Todd Gardner with the squad, but who are some other kids that you've been particularly impressed with as this year has kind of developed? Well, you know, Carter Garrett a, is, a, is a man. Um, you know, he's, he's worked to develop himself a little bit better technique-wise. You know, when you're that big, it's easy just to play sloppy. And he's got, we talked about after every game, here, here Carter, you got to look at what you're doing here. People are going to see that, you know, you, you, your, your stance, your alignment, things like that. He's really worked to get better. Um, Elijah Miles is a guy mm -hmm. that's a leader. He's quiet, but, you know, he makes plays. He, he knows what to do. He's, he's smart. He's heady. Uh, and, and, you know, Tot, you know, he's a uh, thing about Tot people don't realize. Yeah, he's got great talent. He's also very, very smart. He knows the game. And, and Tot, you know, what we will try to work on with him is being a leader because everybody looks to him to make the play. But that's not what I look for the most. I look for him to lead those other guys yeah. that are out there mm -hmm. when they don't want to play, that when they, when they start to get down on themselves a little bit. You know, it's, it makes it tough when you don't have that guy. And I told him, I said, that's what's going to make you the super elite. Those people that go a long way in this game is being that leader that those guys know, hey, man, that joker right there does it right. He does it right every day. You know, defensively, we've got guys. We've got guys that came out and played for the first time, like Drew McLemore. He came out yeah. and played, and he's a baseball guy. He's got two pick sixes already mm -hmm. this year playing on defense. He didn't have a clue about football when he walked out there. So that really makes me feel good to know we got those kind of guys. And we got a couple of guys in eighth grade, Hudson um, Hudson Willis, that plays center for us. He's never even played football before. Wow. He started at center the whole year for us and played defense. And just a good, good kid, a well-respected kid in the school. And he, res he shows respect back. 
But those guys have all stood up and been leaders. You know, that, that's what matters because when you've got 16 at the start of the year, buddy, you put them out there on the field and they're getting dead tired, it's real easy to show the wrong kind of things to those people Absolutely. out there. Yeah. And they haven't done that. They, you know, it, it, it takes somebody, and I try my best to lead them in the right way and let them know, hey, man, you can't do that. You know, they're looking at you. If you act tired and you're dead and you're whining, I promise you this team morale is going to go straight down, and it's going to cost us one night. So they've worked on that. You know, and that's, that's part of being a man, too. It is, you know. Yeah. I promise you, you get hit hard in football, but it don't hit hard as life. You know, there's going to be a lot of times when it's going. you're going to learn a lot of lessons from football that you're going to have to use in life. And we hear a lot about that at the high school level, but really it seems like this is the time and these are the fertile years where we kind of instill that. Well, it is because they have to know that this game teaches a lot more than just out here playing to look at the scoreboard and see who won. Mm -hmm. You know, if you go through six years of middle school, JV, high school football, and you get out of school, I promise you, it made you tougher mentally. It made you do things as a team, you know, work with other people. It made you get out and for, for working together for a common goal. That, that's the kind of thing that gets you a job. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that makes sure that your family stays together. Those things, I, I believe in it. I believe football does that for these kids. Absolutely. And, Coach, uh, as we get out of here, we've still got three big games. Uh, including two of which are going to be on Pulaski Citizen Live, uh, you know, and we've talked a lot about the Richland game at the end of the season, but we still got two big games. This won't air until Thursday, but uh, what would you like, short of obviously winning the game, what would we like to see get accomplished tonight versus Tullahoma? Well, they're a good football team, first of all. They're well coached, and we have to get better each week. That's what I've told our guys, because down the stretch right here, we're playing three good football teams, two real good football teams in our conference, and then you're playing your rival yeah. at the end of the year. So. You know, what we want to do is get better on the field and let little things take care of themselves. You know, don't fumble the football. Don't get penalties. We've got we've, we've had a lot of touchdowns called back this yeah. year, and we yeah. can't have that. You mm -hmm. know, you can't have that. At the end of the year, those things shouldn't be happening. So we need to get better tonight. You know, regard, don't, you know I tell them don't even look at the scoreboard. Matter of fact, when we're behind at the half, and we hadn't been this year, but I tell them to play like they're ahead. No no, no pressure. Just yep. go out there and play. And when we're ahead yeah. at the half, I've told them every game this year, play like you're behind. Don't look at that scoreboard and think you've got a buffer. Play like you're behind. And it's always worked because those guys go out there, you got to wake up in the third quarter and get out there and play like you're down two touchdowns instead of being up. So that's what we got to work at, playing four full quarters because it's going to take that one night. It's going to be the difference in whether we win or lose. Absolutely. Coach, give me goosebumps here. I'm ready to run through a brick wall, partner. Coach, you have a few. Thank you so much for joining yes, us. Best of luck uh, tonight, and we'll be with you guys the next two weeks the rest of the way. Hey, look, thank you for what y'all do for kids because this matters. They, they care way more about this than the coach does, I promise you. Hearing their names and seeing you guys cover football at this level and on up through junior high and, and the high schools, it means a lot to these kids to know they're being covered by people like y'all. And you spend your time doing it, and I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you again, yes, brother. Sir. Yes, sir. Coach Pugh joining us here again. Bridgeforth has uh, got a couple of games remaining. You can come check them out at Sam Davis Park. And Pulaski Citizen Live will be here broadcasting the final two regular season games. We're going to take a quick time out. More from the press box of Wayne Neely right after this. Haney Realty and Property Management is the team you can trust. Our extensive knowledge of the market and industry allows us to help our clients with any real estate need. We know how to get results. So whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent, let us put our expertise to work for you. Call us today at 931-347-9150 or visit HaneyRealtyPound.com to learn more. Haney Realty and Property Management, your best friend in real estate.
All right, guys, welcome back. Another segment here on From the Press Box. We're on the campus of Giles County High School talking a little baseball as we've got big news in the local community. Upcoming Bobcat senior Carter Kelly, his recruitment has been uh, wild to say the least. And recently, uh, the University of Georgia has come calling and Carter joins us now. Good to be with you, my friend. Uh, welcome in. Uh, let's just kind of dive right in. Uh, we'll talk recruiting here in just a minute. But first, I got to ask you. Bobcats had another strong year last year, maybe didn't quite get as far as we wanted, but uh, what was your summer like? And now that we've kind of uh, gotten into the school year, how's that process been? Uh, yeah, summer was super busy. Uh, I think in July I was home two days. It was my birthday and the day after. I was running wild from state to state. School started back, hit, that, hit the ground running with that. But yeah, it's been busy. It's uh, It certainly has been busy. and. Uh, it is going into your senior year. We know recruiting uh, is rampant. We saw Jake Carden uh, have a great year last year, get recruited. We saw Jack Harper go play basketball now at UT Southern. So it's your turn to kind of step in and fill the lines. And I guess I'll just simply ask you kind of uh, how has the process been as you enter your senior year? Uh, it's been slow and spotty. Uh, you'll hear from them for a week, and then you won't hear from them for a month. And then it's just part of it. It's just in and out with it. And so as we uh, have kind of got the process underway, kind of keeping tabs on you guys, uh, you and Coach Hill, keeping everybody up to date on social media a little bit. Uh, seems like Columbia State was getting involved, Freed Hardeman getting involved. I know there are some other schools. But then Georgia uh, kind of gets into the picture. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs kind of maybe just the best you can walk us through that process that ultimately has led to you committing to the program. So this summer I went to a camp down there, and all the coaches were on staff. They were there. And I threw in front of them for three innings, and I went uh, hitless. They, I had like uh, four or five Ks, I think, no walks. And after that was over, that's whenever it all started going. And I started staying in contact with the coaches. And then uh, he called me one, one day last week, maybe two weeks ago, and he was just like, I'm ready to put this to bed, and then we'll bring you on a visit. And that's what it was. Sunday he called and they offered me. So now, uh, do you feel? What are your emotions? I guess right now, do you feel a little relief, or, uh, or how do you feel? For sure, it's a bunch of stress off your shoulders. You ain't got to worry about trying to worry about if you're going to be playing at that next stage. Now, feels good to know. Yeah, you. I can imagine that's a, a big, like you said, weight off your shoulders. Um, so now that that process is, at least for right now, kind of complete, what are the next steps for you to try and continue to get better? Uh, really and truly just don't settle because now that I'm committed, everybody's going to be looking up to me, and especially being a young team this year in baseball, I'm going to have to play a way bigger role this year, especially being behind Jake and Jack and all of them these previous years. So it's going to be a big year. Yeah, that's a great point you bring up. Uh, We've been broadcasting your game since your freshman year, and we've seen you kind of grow up, and now it's time for you to take the reins from a leadership standpoint. you got a great head coach, Dustin Hill, behind you guys as well. What has he said to you in terms of leadership, or is that something you just kind of are picking up on your own? Yeah, it's something we've talked about. We talked about it a lot last year, and now this year it's here. we just got to go with it because we're going to have two or three seniors, and that's just going to be that. We're going to have to go with it. But, yes, we've talked about that. You mentioned uh, Jake uh, specifically. You guys, both those great left-handed pitchers, uh, we, we love watching you guys on the mound. Uh, how often are you staying in contact with him? Because uh, it was so fun watching the two lefties uh, when they got on the mound. Yes, sir. He's a good friend of mine. We talk 
weekly. We talk every day, just about every other day. And uh, kind of now, um, I guess just, just let's just analyze your game because we know you're extremely talented and, and athletic. Um, we actually broadcast the game last year. I forget the opponent. You threw somebody out from center field. Yes, sir, the Lewis, County. Uh, Lewis County game. Yeah, on an absolute dime. And so uh, we'll never forget that play. But um, kind of just speak to folks that haven't maybe seen you pitch. What is kind of your style? Are you just overpowering or you got some uh, sneak and some creep to your game too? Uh, it really just depends on the opponent we play. If we're playing a good Laredo team, I'm going to have to mix the breaking stuff in mm -hmm. there, obviously. But if we're out there and we play a weaker team, uh, it's just I can go out there with my fastball pretty much, and that'll get it done for the most part. Sneak a few breaking balls in there, keep them on their toes. But, yes, sir. As we kind of continue the, the recruiting process and, and start getting you ready for the next level, what if the coaches – whether it's Georgia or any other coaches, what have they said that they maybe would like for you to work on? Uh, working on more breaking stuff, off-speed, change-up. They know the fastball because, you know, lefty in baseball, it obviously looks harder. It's a different arm angle, different look. So if you just add in breaking stuff or a pitch with the bottom that falls out, it's going to be pretty nasty to trying to compete with. Yeah, darn, darn near unhittable. Uh, speaking of hitting, by the way, you're probably going to end up uh, primarily just pitching at the next level. Is that right? Yes, sir. Um, but that's not to say you can't stroke as well. And I, I guess as you go into your senior year at the plate, we saw you call, uh, we called a couple of your bombs last year. Um, will you still be hitting as a senior for the Bobcats? Yes, sir, of course. And so uh, you got any goals? Or are you trying to just let it rip one last year uh, before you hang them up at the plate? No, nah, I'm just going to go out there and do what I've always done, just to go out there and swing it. I love it. Well, Carter, uh, we've had a blast catching up with you. Have you, uh, I guess a, a great question, too, have you learned the words to the uh, Georgia fight song just yet? I am still learning. I'm still learning. Okay. Well, we, uh, we look forward to uh, following your journey every step of the way. The Bobcats should have another great season this year, and we certainly look forward to keeping tabs on you at the next level. Carter Kelly, thank you so much yes, for joining us. thank you. Carter Kelly is a senior pitcher for the Giles County Bobcats, recently committing to the University of Georgia. Stay tuned, folks. We've got another segment coming your way right here on From the Press Box. I'll let M&M Staffing be your guide. With over 20 years of experience, we know how to connect great people with great opportunities. We work with over 80 companies, so we're sure to find the perfect job for you. Our team is dedicated to helping you succeed, and our high customer satisfaction rate proves it. Great to get started. Visit us at mnmstaffing.net or give us a call today at 931-347-4255. All right, folks, final segment of From the Press Box. Uh, this has been a wild day. We record a lot of our content on Tuesday, but we record the final segments on Wednesday. As you guys are aware, major power outages uh, across Giles County and in the city of Pulaski. So we're bringing it to the streets. We'll go through this thing real rapid fire. We had a great segment earlier with head coach Jeff Pugh. Bridgeforth runs wild on Tuesday night, 54 to 38, all over Tullahoma. And on eighth grade recognition night, Dalen Tot Gardner had eight touchdowns. I think I got that right, yeah. Eight touchdowns for the eighth grader on eighth grade recognition night. What a wild performance. What a win as the Bobcats remain undefeated. Just over uh, across the way, a, a hair to the east, over in Flintville, South Giles with a nice win. Head coach Rodney Nave still got his team playing very well. David Bridges had uh, close or a little bit over 200 yards rushing, had multiple touchdowns. We also uh, saw some great performances 
from Owen Gerald. We also saw tremendous efforts from guys like Clayton Mosley and Braylon Bledsoe as well. So kudos to Coach Nave and the South Giles Eagles. Next week we will have Bridgeforth versus Harris Middle School on Pulaski Citizen Live. And then in two weeks' time, on the 19th, it'll be Richland versus Bridgeforth. That game, again, will be heard on Pulaski Citizen Live. Real quickly, let's wrap this thing up. Going around uh, the region here, the Tennessee Titans kick it off week one. They go down to the Big Easy for a showdown versus the New Orleans Saints. Vegas says Saints by three. I think the Titans win a close game. It's going to be a fun one, though. That game comes your way at noon on Sunday. In the college ranks, Tennessee, again, a much easier test versus Austin P. And uh, no matter how many times you wipe off that monocle for the govs of uh, Austin P. I don't think they're going to see a happy ending. I think Tennessee picks up right where they left off in the second half uh, after their big win versus Virginia. I think they dominate Austin P this weekend. The MTSU Blue Raiders, they're getting another big check from an SEC school this weekend when they travel to Missouri. But unlike last week, I think the Blue Raiders have a chance. Vegas says give them around uh, three touchdowns. They're about a 20-and-a-half point underdog. I think MTSU keeps it relatively close. We'll see if they can pull out the win, but I think it's going to be a lot closer effort uh, for Coach Rick Stocksteel's bunch. And uh, that kind of kicks us into uh, what begins Friday night for us locally. The Cowbell game is back on for the first time since 2018. Yours truly and Chris Bledsoe will have the call over at the Hendricks Stagg Stadium in Lawrenceburg. Going to be a wild ball game as, again, those two rivals meeting for the first time in five seasons. Richland is making its first ever road trip of the season as they hit the road to take on the Fairview Yellow Jackets. That used to be a region game, believe it or not, back uh, in the mid-2000s, uh, earlier half of the 2000s, but they haven't met really ever since. So Richland comes in on a losing skid versus Fairview, but they'll look to right the ship tomorrow night as well. And as we always close, the Ardmore Tigers head coach Jonathan Snyder and that bunch, they get set to welcome Brewer as the Patriots come calling on Friday night. Richland and Giles County will both be broadcast once again on Pulaski Citizen Live. Jennifer Hawkins and Mark Mize are your play-by-play -play and color commentary team for the Raiders up in Fairview. And then yours truly and Chris Bledsoe will have the call of Giles County and Lawrence County. Always a great time when the cowbell game is played. That's going to wrap us up here. Uh, wild segment on the last uh, bit of the show here, but we've had a great time. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Coach Jeff Pugh, thank you. Also thanks to uh, Giles County baseball coach Dustin Hill, and obviously thanks to left-handed pitcher senior Carter Kelly. Those were our guests this week. We'll see you next time. That's all for us here on the Pulaski Square, where we're still looking for power, but we're still committed to bringing you guys another edition of From the Press Box. We'll see you next time. <laughs>